After 210 years of enslavement, the Jewish people are finally about to be redeemed. In this week's Parsha, Shmos, Hashem gives Moshe his mission to tell Paro, let my people go. In next week's Parsha, the redemption begins with the ten makos. But what happened in Shmos when Moshe and Aaron approached the king of Egypt with their request? Not only did Paro famously say, no, 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 I will not let them go, but he actually increased the servitude. He made the Jews' lives more intolerable than they had been before. Forget about a redemption. Parsha Shmos involves more suffering. No surprise, the Jewish people were unhappy about Moshe's interference in their lives, and the Jewish taskmasters came to Moshe and Aaron, and they spoke harshly, accusing them of antagonizing Paro and making things worse. So what happened next? Moshe turned around to Hashem and asked, Lama, why did you send me on this mission if it was only going to make things worse? Listen to this amazing next Pasuk. It is the final Pasuk of Parsha Shmos, the culmination of our Parsha. Vayomer Hashem al Moshe, Ata Sira Asher E'esel Lefaro, Ki V'yad Chazaka Yishalchem, U'v'yad Chazaka Yegarshem Me'artzo. And Hashem said to Moshe, Now you will see what I will do to Paro. For by a strong hand he will let them go, and by a strong hand will he drive them out of his land. Listen to this word, Ata, now you will see. Rav Hirsch says that Hashem's response is, Finally, this is the moment I was waiting for. The moment of utter desperation, when it's abundantly clear to everyone that Moshe and Aharon, as representatives of the people, can do nothing. Every intervention is futile. You have tried and failed. No one can think there's any natural way to redeem this nation. Now, ata, can the redemption begin, only as the supernatural work of Hashem. First, it had to be made crystal clear that even Moshe and Aaron are nothing but the instruments of Hashem. Everyone had to feel the despair of knowing that nothing was working. No human being, not even the ones who were picked to be the saviors, could save. And from that moment of despair, ata, salvation was born. Listen to this truth. We think salvation begins when situations turn around and begin to improve. But the message here is that the beginning of redemption is actually when things deteriorate and seem to become hopeless. The downward spiral, sorry, the downward spiral wasn't a prelude to Geula. It was the first step of Geula. It's only Ata now that the second stage can move forward. There are two parts to this message that resonate with mothers. The first one is the realization that sometimes the beginning of solutions look messier than the problems. Think of a mother trying to introduce a new routine for her family. Maybe the kids used to eat when and what they wanted, and now mom is introducing three healthy meals a day, served and eaten all together. The first week of this new routine will be very painful. You can just imagine the scene at each and every mealtime. It will feel way worse and more unmanageable than it used to be. But that is stage one of the solution. By the second week, everyone will be used to it and the benefits will begin to accumulate. It's true in so many areas. When a baby learns to walk, he initially falls down and tumbles way more than he did when he was crawling. He may have more tears and more black and blue marks than before, but that is stage one of this huge development. He needs to fall and tumble to be able to become a sturdy walker for the rest of his life. It's so important for mothers to have the awareness and perspective that the beginning of redemption involves a deterioration so that we don't give up or give in when the going gets tough and so that we can encourage our children when they hit these inevitable setbacks that are part of the process of moving forwards. 
The second aspect I want to mention is that the first stage of Geula, which brought increased desperation and suffering, was for the purpose of making it abundantly clear that no human being held the solution in his hands. We all had to know Moshe and Aaron were powerless, only Hashem can redeem. And once the Jewish people reached that point of acknowledging human futility, Hashem stepped in and finished bringing the Geula. Again, if there's one truth that mothers end up facing again and again, it's our own futility. When we try to power through alone with our solutions and plans, we often get stuck. It's only when we recognize our powerlessness and ask Hashem to take the lead in showing us how to parent, how to raise, how to bring out the best in our children, that we're able to move forward. It's not a coincidence that the first Parsha in Shmos ends with a deeper enslavement than that with which it began. We all need to learn this, and the Torah makes it clear. The first stage of dawn begins when the skies are at their darkest. Despair is not the end, it's the beginning. Have a wonderful day.